0: Zero podcast by Kubes Visser, the superman of South Africa, where we take normal individuals to reach their full potential. The following is an interview I just did on uh, 702 on World Hemophilia Day. It's all about hemophilia and making awareness for hemophilia, so enjoy. 702, 702 early breakfast on 11 883
1: Yesterday was World Hemophilia Day, an international awareness day of hemophilia and other bleeding disorders. Hemophilia is a mostly inherited genetic disorder that impairs the body's ability to make blood clots, a process needed to stop bleeding. This results in people bleeding longer after an injury, easy bruising and an increased risk of bleeding inside joints or the brain. Corbus Fisser is a hemophiliac. He has been living with hemophilia for 34 years. He joins us on the line to help us understand it a little bit better. A very good morning to you, Corbus.
0: Good morning to the beautiful Bohele. Ah, have you have this morning?
1: Thank you so, so much. You're making me blush so early in the morning. You know how hard it is. So nah, it's
0: a pleasure
1: so explain to us, I mean, how serious can hemophilia be if, you know, on the one hand, um, uh, for example, I I bruise very very easily from a person just grabbing me. I can I, I can bruise uh, to the extreme. For example, of of um, somebody potentially bleeding in the in their brain.
0: Yes, um, it's it's actually very life threatening if you don't know and if you don't get treated very quickly. Just to give you an idea, um, I've had had bleeds in my life that I was in a coma in hospital that I almost died because I had bleeding on the brain
1: Mm.
0: Um, and then the other thing is because Africa is so unique we have um, children in La Pompa that you know sometimes they live far from the hospital Mm. they don't get treatment quickly enough and then actually bleed to death and Mm. then the same um, uh, when you know they get circumcised and and that's the challenge at the moment and that's why we want to raise awareness so that people can know about it because you know, for you, as you get the you get a bruise, but mm. your body can uh, can heal itself over a few days. Mm. Where a uh, hemophilia, when we get bruised, it keeps on bleeding and bleeding. Sometimes internally, without us knowing. And you know, uh, blood is like life force. And if we don't have a, a clotting uh, factor, then you know it's life threatening.
1: And and it's actually so interesting how the body works because there are people. Uh, who can actually also die from clots so it's 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 where the opposite is also a problem
0: yes yeah, true, and you know at the end of the day, what is also challenging it's not that, that, that we just bleed you know we we our, our joints get disformed over a period of time. just to give you an example, but both my ankles need to be replaced, both my elbows need to be replaced uh, some of my blood brothers have had their knees replaced, hips replaced, and some of them are already in wheelchairs, can't go to work, can't do physical labor. And and that's the challenge we have growing up.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, how does somebody like you get diagnosed?
0: Um, uh, luckily, the, the, the foundation and everything has been done. So most of the time we get diagnosed when we are born. Um, there's a possibility some doctors, uh, especially in the cities. Um, can find that when you bleed from a birth, that um, they can do tests that can make that can find out if you're a bleeder or not, or hemophiliac or not. Mm. The challenge that comes in is, is the rural areas where you know the children get born, and they never know they 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 die at childbirth because either it's a bleeding they they, they get, and the doctors don't know about it. Mm. And and at the moment, just to give you an idea, we about two thousand hemophiliacs on the register in South Africa uh, that has been resisted. And there's so many that have been lost through the system because of dying at childbirth and nobody knowing that they are hemophiliac.
1: Mm, mm, mm. So, so um, the only way that you would discover is in a very dire situation?
0: That's correct. That's how most parents have found out um, at childbirth. I was lucky, um, and that some of us are lucky, if they know that it's in your family. Then you can request it when, it's born, uh, when you are born to be tested to make sure that you are hemophilic. But then there are some families that, that they, they don't have that history of hemophilia and then get born, and then suddenly the child ends up in the hospital not knowing what's happening. And then sometimes they lose their child or they're lucky they can find out that they are hemophilic.
1: But then, what what kind of treatment is available? Are they, um, you know, I obviously know about blood thinning agents that some people can take. Uh, are there blood clotting agents?
0: Yes, yes. But uh, we we're using a uh, human sulfate. It is a, a what they call factor eight. Uh, it's, a, it's a plasma that gets derived at the moment. The one we we're using in Africa is blood derived. So when you give blood at the the, the blood bank. They use that blood to take out the plasma, to form this product that we yes. can give to ourselves. But it's a very expensive product, um, you know, it, and that's sometimes a challenge in, in South Africa to get to the hospital to have, you know, to have the hospital stock the product. You know, for me, I need about 50 boxes or 50, uh, thousand units per month. And, and a thousand units, you, you're looking around three and a half thousand rand per, per thousand units. You know, so it is an expensive product to use, and that's the other challenge we are facing.
1: Mm-mm. So, what are the the, the the cheaper options available? Like what you were saying, uh, for people that might be in rural areas, uh, the, the 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 options that could be saving somebody's life.
0: Uh, the option at the moment, that's the only option. We only have that one product available to us in South Africa to use. And if it happens that you get to a hospital and they don't have that product, then it becomes a life-breaking uh, possibility. I have had it happen uh, uh, two years ago when I ended up in the hospital in Port Elizabeth, that they didn't have Factor 8. Luckily, I had my own still boxes that I had with me that I could give to myself until they could find Factor 8. And, you know, and if, if I didn't have that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here today.
1: Is there any way that a listener listening could check themselves obviously without hurting themselves or without uh, bleeding to death how how could they know is is maybe uh, something like nosebleeds that just don't finish for example
0: yes um well one needs to look if you keep on bleeding for example for uh, uh, three to four days um one thing is nosebleeds or uh, internal bleeding is usually like in your ankles usually joint if you, if, you have, if you look at your joints, if your joints after four days are still swollen and it's still painful and, and you, can't, you can't basically move your elbow or you can't move your ankle, you know, there is testing you can do at the hospital or when you go to a doctor to ask them to look and test you for a, a bleeding disorder uh, because there's different bleeding disorders as well. You know, you get hemophilia A, you get hemophilia B, you get the von Willebrand uh, disease. Then it's also different levels. You know, I'm less than one percent. My body doesn't produce any um, clotting agents. But then you also get three to five percent, where the body still produces three to five percent. So some people, through life, get by because they don't get a lot of injuries, that their body still heals to them until they end up in hospital with a big bleed or. Uh, hurt themselves that they find out that they're hemophiliac. So Mm. the idea is if you find out that for a few days you are bleeding, you know, either in your your joints or, like you said, a nosebleed that doesn't want to go away, you know, you can request that the doctor makes a test for you.
1: So what does this mean then for women when they are on their cycle? I mean, uh, do they suffer significantly more blood loss?
0: Definitely, and, and that's the one reason why the hemophilia day was for ye- yesterday for. It, it's to hear the voices for, for women because women bleed too as well. And, uh, and the, in, in the history, it was known that just men had the bleeding disorder. But after the last few years, they found out women as well, you know, they have heavy menstrual periods. They bleed for more than seven days. Um, they are flooding or gushing of blood, limiting daily activities, passing large blood Mm-hmm. Um, changing like tampons every two hours, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it, there is women that find it. I know my aunt uh, 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 that is a uh, is a carrier, but also haemophiliac. When she mm-hmm. goes to hospital, they see extra blood transfusions and um, factor. Eight.
1: Do 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 people who uh, are haemophilia sufferers then uh, automatically become iron deficient, or are they prone to be iron deficient?
0: Uh, they're prone to be iron deficient. So, I, uh, growing up, I used to take a lot of iron, and I still take uh, um, vitamin com- com- containing iron just to help, you know, help with that process.
1: Mm-hmm. What else do you think listeners need uh, to know about uh, hemophilia and and the World Day that is uh, uh, there to just raise awareness?
0: I think it's to uh, also to raise support. You know, there's a lot of uh, my friends that you know uh, they can go to our website, and our website is uh, the Humophilia Fund, Humophilia H A M H A E M O P H I L I A dot org dot Z A and just send you know give their um, support because some of my friends they don't have jobs, they don't have work. Uh, You know, and it's uh, difficult, you know, when they have to travel, you know, sometimes they have to travel by taxi and to get to a taxi is a challenge because remember when you're on crutches, you can't move that easily. Mm. And in some of them have families and I have a family that I need to support. You know, it happened that last year uh, or the year before last year, I was for more than six months in bed. I couldn't walk. I Mm. couldn't care for my family. And I think that is one thing that I would love for listeners to do is to reach out for their support. Maybe it's someone to listen to or maybe it's to someone to say, look, you can't do physical labor, but, you know, I can give you a computer and you can do some work for me. And, mm. and that way, that will raise the self-confidence in our community. It will raise self-worth that, you know, we do belong. We can still do something. It's not like we are so disabled that people have to look down on us if yes. you hear what I say.
1: Yes, I can't thank you enough for your time this morning, Fissa officer uh, hemophiliac and motivational speaker and of course this conversation will be available on the early breakfast page on 702.co.za and for you to get more information and of course to support the cause hemophilia.org.za that is H-A-E-M-O-P-H-I-L-I-A .org.za Early breakfast on 702, your number one news and talk
0: station. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please tune in next time when I take you to your next level. Please share with all of your friends and all social media. Have a nice day.